There's no problem too big or small, no issue too hot or cold, and no subject these gentlemen won't talk about. Let's head into the lab to see what they're working to figure out today. Well, let's get into it and get down to it. Welcome to Figure It Out. This is George Grumbacher. Joining me, as always, is Centauri Minor. Hello, folks. Helping us move from awareness to action today. It's just, it's just Centauri and I. It's us. Sitting here talking about reminiscing, about doing 100 episodes. We obviously meant to get around to this and make this our 100th episode or 101, but life got in the way or whatever. So here we are doing our best to uh, make up for it. So... Before we get too deep into it, uh, Centauri, congratulations on 100 episodes. 100 episodes. Who knew that I could stand you for this long? Anyway, <laughs> who, who did know? And how, how long have we known each other? Oh, now four years. Is that correct? Does that sound I, I, right? I really don't know. Yeah. Probably. That's about right. And um, we started the show on November the 8th of 2016 the day after the election yes so i think it was the elections is it always on the 7th i don't know we should know that right smart people probably know that anyway uh but the show was born out of the last election cycle when i think everybody was certainly whatever side of the aisle you on or if you're on the middle of it, whatever or if you were not weren't even in the building um i think it was irritating to to have to pay attention to the election cycle with the vitriol and, and, and everything else. It was so. also interesting to start the show the day after because we got to witness firsthand just people's like not only emotional reactions but physical reactions to the news, which I thought was a little over the top. But again, whoever you are, you can do whatever you want with that. Um, but it was it was a great place to just start what we started. So I'm glad we're now two years in. Two yeah. years. Yeah, I actually remember talking to somebody the day after who was actually physically ill. I yes, like bundled up in a in a blanket behind their desk, um, and I thought that was just shocking. But that's that that's, was the state of the United States. Then. Yeah, and here we are, and and I'm so glad that we've come together as a country, and all those wounds have been healed. Yeah, it's all over now. Yeah, and so I guess what we're trying to say is that we figured everything out. <laughs> There's no reason for us to... to and the show's time. done. This is our uh, announcement that we're, we're done, folks. Just kidding. <clears throat> but again, the idea of the show was moving from awareness to action, so we wanted to bring on interesting people to talk about, not necessarily controversial things, but interesting things. Um, sometimes controversial, but I think important things. Mm -hmm. And then give people a direct prescription on how to get involved with it, how to do something about it, which I think that we all want to do. I don't think any of us just want to run our mouths and actually not do anything about anything, but for a variety of reasons, um, we don't find ourselves in a position to do things or we feel like we're not in a position to do things. I would so, agree. I would agree. <clears throat> but here we are. Um, so we've had some awesome guests over the last couple of years. We've talked a lot of politics. We had Mayor Stanton on, which was pretty cool. We've had numerous city council people. We've had Maricopa County recorder on, the Secretary of State. We had gubernatorial candidate uh, David Garcia on. Yeah. Wow. We, we had up, a lot of quality folks on. We, we, we absolutely did. So <clears throat> Marcus Delatino was on twice talking about politics. So we had some neat scientists on, which, I mean, I don't know a freaking thing about science. Uh, so those to me are always fun and fascinating. I got to make an Armageddon reference in one of those. Yeah. And uh, right. 
You know, I thought that was great, but some people didn't. Um, we also learned that Arizona has a climatologist, which was new news to me, but she was fantastic. Right. She uh, kept kept me in the state. I was a little bit worried there that in five years it was going to be 150 every day. And Turns out it will not be. We will be able to live here. It'll be hard, but we'll be able to do it. Or we could have been victim to, uh, to fake news, and she could have been a, a shill for, for big coal. <laughs> I, just, I didn't think, I didn't think about that. It's, it's possible. Right. Not very probable. Uh, had a lot of folks on talking about the importance of, of local. We had a lot of folks early on talking about local food. Obviously local first. We had Thomas Barr on as well as Kimber Lanning. Um, a lot of – and the show has uh, – Probably moving forward, three quarters of our shows will be more geared towards um, social good or nonprofit, mm-hmm. just purpose-driven organizations. So we've had a lot of great folks in that area. We talked mindfulness. We talked fraternities with uh, with with Michael Church from Sigma Chi. We talked feng shui, which was very enlightening to me. Yeah, yeah, we we did talk. Feng Shui, we talked sex addiction, we talked um, the psychology of violence, because um, obviously we all know that we've had so many mass shooters over the past however many years, whatever. It's an absolute epidemic and problem, so trying to, to understand the psychology behind that. Um, so anyway, a really cool cross-section of people. We've had a good run. I think it's only going to get better. Super fortunate, yeah. So... Um, what were some of your favorites? Do you have? Oh, that's a good question. Favorites. Um, whew, I like them all. Um, some of mine were uh, definitely the live shows. Started off with, with uh, Catherine Alonzo. Um, she was our first live show. Yeah, she was fantastic. We did the series at GCU, which we'll be picking up again uh, in January. And with actually, Catherine Alonzo. She will be our first That's fantastic. guest back. But we did four with Roy Valley and um, Michelle Tinsley. We had Justin Gray. Justin Gray. Um, and Eric Miller. Yes, was, 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 was fantastic. Was also, and we did an event at Oso. And we'll also be doing, um, I think we're going to do six podcasts at Oso uh, in 2019. In so look forward to those if you're into... Uh, only look forward to those if you're into uh, to drinking beer and having fun and hanging out. Yeah, outside. don't show up otherwise. And laughing. A lot. <laughs> <laughs> Favorite episode? Oh my god, They're, they've all been really good. I think, um, you know, probably it's still my f- one of the m- more memorable ones was our first one, which was with Park Howell, and I think it was really good just to hear from him how he got into the storytelling uh, industry and how he is how he shaped his podcast and then just seeing him evolve since our since our recording has been phenomenal to see and he's just always a great resource and a good that was a great 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 show yeah for sure and that was i i honestly i didn't know really what we were going to be talking about is i assume we were just going to be talking about like pr and stuff like that but i think he was on the front end of of um helping organizations and individuals craft a brand story right which I mean, that's exploded, and now if you don't have that, um, you are missing the boat. So, so Park was awesome. Um, what else? Mayor Stanton was good. I mm-hmm. liked him because he did. He talked about something that I've seen, or at least talked about, as being a native Phoenician, 
one of the pluses of Phoenix is that it's such an inviting city, and he touched on that, that you can move here from anywhere and you immediately can build a network, and we don't have hierarchies or, or old families or that kind of that old boys club that some ma- other major cities do have. And um, how someone like him from the West Valley that didn't come from a prominent family could become the, the mayor of the fifth largest city in the country. And that was really, really cool to hear. And he's just had great insights about city politics that I, um, that I love. And then now he's, uh, he's moved on and to, to bigger and better things. In the United States House of Representatives. Yes, 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 yes. Where he'll do well. <clears throat> yeah, that's 100%. I think that I was probably the most nervous First and foremost, I was super nervous for the first, like, 50 of these things. Really? For sure. Okay. Just wanted to do a good job or not not do a terrible job. Um, and so it was so cool to be able to go down to City Hall um, and to, to just, if you've never been to City Hall, go, go down there. Um, and if you ever have the opportunity to go and talk to your... Um, city representative, which we've always advocated for. If, if you don't know who that person is, look them up, reach out to him. Um, anyway, but he is he absolutely provided evidence and um, of, of, of what I really wanted everybody to get out of this show, which is if you want to see change happen, you're not happy with what's going on, well then get involved and do something about it. And there's a guy that absolutely did. And was very forthcoming and real about his process, you know? If you remember, he's like, well, so I decided to run for mayor. And I won. And I did. And I did this. <laughs> you know? yeah. And it's like, wow. You know, he's so identifiable and disarming. Just obviously a, a, a really, really high quality man and person, but a regular dude and yeah. all, all at the same time. And I think that's why people like him so much. Yeah. And what makes this city so unique? So, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. So, yeah, no two ways about it. So, yeah, Greg Stanton was 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 an excellent one. I, I I'm a huge fan of uh, Jim Waring. I enjoyed talking to He's him. Really good. Jim Cantrell from Vector Space Systems was was one of the first ones that I actually drove down to Tucson and met with Jim. And if you've not listened to that one, check that one out because they are blowing up. It's a rocket company, and they're blowing up. Like they've received like hundreds of million dollars in financing, and wow. Vector Space System will be um, in the same breath. It, Jim was one of the founders of SpaceX. Oh wow! With Elon Musk, right? Um, and I mean, it'll enlighten you as to why it is that we're sending rockets into orbit, and it's not just to go explore other places. But definitely check out that. And Jim's a super cool guy. Um, I enjoyed talking to Angela Huey, who I think is an absolute dynamo from uh, um, One Community. Angela is, is, as I've always said, if I am staying in Angela's way, I'm <laughs> I, I I do not want to be in her way because um, I think she's such a such a dynamo and a person who gets stuff done. So it's so fun to talk about talk to her, and that's an organization that's done so many great things. And the same, same goes for Kimber, uh, Lanning, and Local First. Uh, we're so fortunate as a, a community here in Phoenix to have great leaders, but two absolutely dynamic female uh, CEOs and leaders of organizations mm-hmm. like Kimber and, uh, and Angela. So. And it's been great to see kind of our pivot, or I'm proud of our pivot to looking at the, the social enterprises, social sector, um, especially one of the, the interviews that we did was with... Um, 
Jamie Smith, the, uh, the Young Nonprofit Professionals Network nationally, and I, I have the honor of sitting on that board and will become co-chair of that board in 2019. And just hearing about the work that she's doing, that we are doing in really elevating the, the social sector for millennials and helping folks who are you know under the age of 40 figure out how to become better better leaders because they're they're going to be the ones that take over a lot of these big groups, these foundations, these nonprofits, these uh, social enterprises, and equipping them with the the, the skills to do that effectively. Um, it's 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 amazing work, and uh, it, I was glad that we were able to to feature the organization on the podcast. Yeah, no doubt, no no doubt about it. It was uh, <clears throat> the idea of young person. Uh, being empowered to step into that role as a next generation leader. I know that that somebody gave me that, somebody tapped me on the shoulder back when I was in college and gave me the confidence to know that I could be a leader. Mm-hmm. And so that's such a great organization. And and I know that, that we're also working to uh, work with that group and, and, and feature a lot of their members in 2019 as well. So, so I think that'll be awesome. So... All right, cool. Um, so many great shows. So thank you so much to all of our guests. We appreciate you all. Definitely. Um, and to hundreds and hundreds more. Uh, big, uh, are, are there certain takeaways? I, I know that, that we wanted to talk about, um, if, if, if you're a consistent listener to the show, you know that, that we now have shifted and asked everybody what the top three things they've learned Ooh, over the past three yes. years are and that. Um, if you could make a plea, knowing that the entire world would hear it, what plea would you make? But should we just jump into that? Yeah, let's do it. Okay. Do you want to go first, or do you want me to? If I could make one plea of the world, what would it be? Sure. Or the top three. Um, I'll do the plea. Oh my land! <laughs> I would say, especially from learning, I think I will say that this show has really helped me kind of think through how I view how I view the world. It's really given me a lens of like. This is what the top performers in the country are doing, and so these are the things I should probably think about too. And I would say my one plea to the the world would be to pay attention to things. I think we have with with how interconnected we are, it is actually probably a lot easier to kind of um, turn off and decide that you're not going to be someone that is an active listener or an active participant in the world and the things that are around you. But I think it's more important now than ever to really be someone that's well-educated or well, I would say rather well-versed in issues concerning um, your, your, your city, your, your state, your country. And my plea to folks would be to read as much as possible, as much as you have the time for, um, to reach across the aisle and really break bread or just talk to someone that you won't agree with. I think what has been really helpful to me is to sit down with folks that I know that on paper we are just, we will never get along and that's okay. Like we're not going to be friends. We're not going to be anything that would go further than this, but actually being an active listener and understanding and being empathetic to where they're coming from, a lot of issues. And once you're able to hear people and you understand like, oh, wow, that's why you believe this way about an issue. It's not because you're a bigot or a racist or you're super liberal and you don't understand what the world is like. It's this is the framework from which you're coming and I can I can get that now and I now understand you as a person and therefore we can have a dialogue and continue that. And I think there's not that many, I, I just think we've moving, we've moved away from that. And so that's all to say, I wish more people would just take an active role in the world around them and also realize that you do have the agency i've had so many friends reach out and say you're like i would love to do that but i 
you know, I work all day and I have three kids and there's no way that I can do it. It's like, well, take tiny, like micro wins of, all right, then to talk to your wife or talk to your husband about like, what are your thoughts on this? What do you think about that? Or um, educate your kids, whatever that might be, just make sure that you're an active participant in the world. So that would be my plea. Yeah, I think that's, that's awesome. And really well said. Um, as as Centauri was just, just sharing that, I was flashing back to the uh, the times that I don't think that we have ever come nearly anywhere close to having physical conflict, but we've certainly... We've definitely <laughs> yelled at each other. In fact, George's wife has to, had to be like, can you guys not yell so loud about certain issues? And I feel like we're actually mostly aligned on most things, but there are some things that we fundamentally see differently, and it's been great to have those conversations. It, it, it definitely has. It, and it seems to me that we are have been doing this podcast in a time where terms like safe spaces and and microaggressions and trigger warnings, although you don't hear those very much anymore, but privilege has been talked about more now than it ever has been, or at least maybe I'm just paying closer attention to it. So Santari and I have had a ton of conversations about those issues, and I know that I've learned an immense amount from him, but also from just being curious about it and wanting to explore why I think about things the way that I think about them. Right. And I'm curious as to why he thinks about things the way he thinks about. So I think that what you said is is, is on the money. Um, and if we're going, if we are actually going to, I think successfully move forward as a con- country and as a community, we need to be able to engage and be curious about why it is other people think the way that they think. I mean, the saying goes, uh, seek first to understand, then to be understood. And in today's social media age, it's the opposite of that, right? right? We just want to spout our opinion that we probably have not really formulated all the way through. It's kind of a half-baked opinion that maybe I took from somebody else because it sounded smart, right. and I'm going to fire it out. Um, <clears throat> and so that's that's true in our own families, and you probably potentially had terrible exchanges over Thanksgiving dinner right. about whether you like Trump or you think he's a dumbass. Right. And you'll probably continue to have those unless you take a step back. Right. Which I think is such an important thing that many people don't do. Otherwise, we will get fist fights. I tried to win. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. So, OK, I think that that's excellent. Um, it, it, it takes work, though. I don't think it takes that much work, but we need to be better critical thinkers. I think not only better. I think it's more of an it's more of an empathy problem. I think you. It's easy to look at someone and be like, "You that person's the enemy," without understanding like this is where that person's coming from. And I've had to check myself and being like, "Oh, this person isn't like whatever their views are. They're still a person. And they're still caring and they're still loving and they they are who they are." And so let's have a conversation and dialogue. I, 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 I think one of the more frustrating things are people that are. I've had friends on. And I don't want to make this super political, but I've had friends on both sides of the aisle, Republican, Democrat, left, right, who said, I would never vote for a Democrat or I'd never vote for a Republican. And you got to think like, well, like never? Like there's not one thing that you can glean from their politics that might be helpful or might be productive. And on either side, they've been like, no. And I just, that is frustrating to me because then you're just making about politics and not what your issues are and what you're actually passionate about. And you're just shooting yourself in the foot. So... 
I think to take a step back from that, it's looking at the the empathy problem of people just aren't willing to understand where people come from. And that is a that is a huge problem. But I think a good, simple way to do that is, again, to just sit sit down with someone that, you know, you fundamentally won't agree with. Like George and I have had those very heated conversations. (laughs) But at the end of the day, I know he's a good person. He knows I'm a good person. And it doesn't come from a place of malice. It comes from a place of like, that's just how you were socialized and raised. And these are the things that happen. But how can we have a conversation where we both just say, all right, I I didn't realize that. And now I do. And that's going to inform what I do going forward. <clears throat> yeah, like Centauri thinks that I was raised by wolves a lot of the time. I wasn't completely wrong on that. But <laughs> either way, I, I appreciate George's thoughts and opinions on a lot of things. And it's been very helpful for him to inform me on, uh, on things that I thought I knew more about. But now I realize that I should take a different look. And I wish more people would just take those opportunities to do that. Yeah. And don't believe everything you think. Too, because mm. it's in your head. Doesn't yeah, mean it's right. I love that. Don't believe everything you think. It's a pretty good one. Right? I love that. Yeah, <laughs> that's solid. That's pretty good. Yeah. So, quite question it. <clears throat> All right. So, should I answer the same question? Yes, or? please answer. What is your plea, or, or George Grombacher? Do you just want to keep talking? I do like the talking, but no, keep going. <laughs> keep going. <clears throat> so, the plea that I would like to make is get started and work diligently. So whatever it is that you have been wanting to do, if it's start a podcast, if it's get back in shape, if it's be a great dad or a better dad, or if it's get involved in the political process, whatever, just do it. Like be like Phil Knight and just do it. That's a trite thing to say, but you need to make that first decision to get started with it. But then also appreciate and understand that you're not going to have immediate success with it. It will require mm. you to be patient and to work at it, at least on a weekly basis, probably every day, and be diligent about it. So, I love that. I think, I mean, I probably you have taught me this the most, is that you know things take time to master, and you have to be patient with that. I, I wish more people realized that you're not just going to be... You're not going to start something and then immediately be successful. I mean, some will be, and some people just have that magic. Sure. And that, that's great. Great. Uh, but for the most part, it takes skill, and that skill has to be learned and earned. And um, that's really important for people to know and just to stick with it and, and do it. I think looking back at some of the things that um, people always ask, like, how are you such a good writer? And it's like, well, because I write all the time, and I read all the time. Like, it's not that I just, I'm any better than you are. I just spent a lot of concerted and intentional time learning how to write. So you could do the same. You just have to write every day and read every day. And you don't realize that until you've done thousands of hours of something. And you're like, oh, now I get it. Like now I, I can actually say that I'm a, somewhat of an expert or somewhat functional in this. And that same thing, I think we've learned that from this podcast. Is it just takes a top, long time. We're 102, 103 episodes in and we're still learning every every time we do one. And that's that's probably something that we should have known going into this. Mm-hmm. I think it echoes what Mayor Stanton was talking about, you know. <clears throat> he was able to do the things that, that he's been able to do and just because he made the decision to do it. So I, that, that really goes back to why we started the podcast of <clears throat> if there's something you're irritated about, you're not happy about, uh, so coming at it from a negative standpoint or you view something that needs to be changed or there is an injustice of some kind, well, then do something about it. Um, I'm curious, um, the question that we ask other people, um, are the, the three things you've learned in the past three years? 
Top three things that I've learned over the past three years. Yes, I'm so curious. Centauri is amazing. Centauri gets better with age. Centauri is the smartest person I know. Nope. Okay, gotcha. Well, okay, continue. The, there's my three. <laughs> to, uh... I, I, I think it's, it's... A really great time period because there have been a lot of transitions going on in my life and obviously doing the podcast over the past two years and having the opportunity to talk to so many high-achieving people. The first being that, that, that community really is one of the most important things in the life of a human being. So it's the community that, that helps you to feel like you are connected and that you're living a rich and full life. It's community that will help you to create positive habits or change bad habits. Um, it's community that, that, that will hold you accountable. You know, Think about Weight Watchers, think about CrossFit, think about Alcoholics Anonymous. Those have been effective at helping enormous numbers of people create positive habits or change in their lives um and your local community is the only place that i think you're going to have a legitimate direct impact upon and i think that all too often we overlook that thinking that well what difference is that really going to make it's that whole nonsense about well does my vote really count? Well, yeah, your your vote means everything, man. Right. That's all you can do is we have that, and you have the ability to vote every day with how you spend your resources of money and your time. If you invest those things in your family at home, if you invest that in, in, in your local community and making a difference, well, then it will pay you massive, massive dividends, and I think that you will lead a rich and full life. So that would be the first. <clears throat> Um, the second being that it's to a degree in line or similar to what my plea is, is that change happens incrementally. You got to take small bites at life. And I don't know that I learned this over the past three years, but it's definitely been reinforced over the past three years doing something like a podcast. I mean, you just, you create the thing, you throw it out there and, and you keep doing it and you keep doing it and keep doing it. So, um, small bites. That's how you eat an elephant, right? Right. You can't take one great big elephant bite. Maybe a giant could, but I'm unable to do that. Tiny chomps. And the third is that I think that people, and you you sort of touched on this, I think that people are inherently good. And if given the opportunity and put in the right position to be successful and to make good decisions, I think that people will. You back them into a corner and you... If you remove their agency from them, if you um, don't give them or if you don't put them in a position to be successful, then you'll get the opposite result. But I think that if you help people, if you, for lack of a better term, empower them, um, I think that people will uh, will show up and, and, and do an awesome job. Um, so I think that's really important to help people be in the best possible position to be successful. So those so, are my three. And sure. is great. Thank you. So you're four. Yours were community matters, change happens incrementally, and people are inherently good. Is that correct? Yes, sir. Good job. Good job. Thanks. Um, so my three, and a lot of this has been informed by um, personal and professional things. A lot of this has been perform uh, informed by this podcast. But my three are uh, one, which a lot of people say on the show, which is surround yourself with quality people. 
I, I think it's so important to have good friends, good 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 family members, just network of folks that are going to be able to support you, people that you can lean on, people that you can rely on, um, folks that you can kind of be your personal board of directors to just say, I have this issue. I need to know what I should do and be, be folks that you can be super vulnerable with and uh, take them to task on that. Um, the more and more that I do the work that I do and just navigate the world, I think that's it. That's just so important. Uh, number two would be um, be versed enough in as many things as possible to be interesting. So I'm very fortunate in that my job um, really requires me to read a lot and then I'm just naturally in intellectually curious but I didn't realize until the last few years about how much that unlocks for you when there's something that someone's saying and you can be like oh I oh, actually know a little bit about that or I've read about that or I can have at least a cogent conversation about that and how that will take you further in your life is um, is something that I've, I've seen happen and it just enriches you as a person so i would say you know if you're you're out there just read something or know about things like i'm i've never been a person that's really big in arts and culture until i started reading more about the impact of arts and culture on on students and, and just communities and then so now i'm like I, I need to force myself to learn more about that and that's been super illuminating and very 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 helpful so it'd be you know be versed enough in as many things to be uh, as interesting as possible and um I think the third thing, which is really big, um, and has been big for me in the last three years, is that you will not be liked by everyone. Mm. Um, I think growing up and just looking at like high school and college, I was someone that was like, oh, I'm pretty much like people just like me. And that's been helpful and that's been great. Um, but as people, I'm a very likable person. But that's you funny. also learn that you're not going to please everyone. Not everyone's going to be your friend. Not everyone will agree with the choices that you make. Um, someone once told me, some will, some won't, so what? Mm. So there's going to be folks that are just, for whatever reason, against you, uh, for whatever reason, don't align with you, for whatever reason. Haters going to hate, bro. Haters going to hate. That's 100% true. And that's okay, right? Like, you don't have to have 100% of the world on your side. And going back to the first point, it's like, you, you know who your solid people are. You know who your, uh, the people you always have, the people that are always in your corner. And that those are the people that you should focus on and be important. If there's someone in your life that, um, or people in your life, or just folks that are just adversarial and against and just toxic, that's on them. Don't make it about you and just know that you can't, there's nothing in, in your body and your core that's going to make them like you anymore. So don't spend any time or energy on it. And so those would be my, my three things. Those are excellent. And that last one is sounds easy, does hard, right? Oh yeah. It's hard to not think, take things personally and be like, oh, why didn't this work out? But yeah, it's something that I work on. I, I try to work on every day. Yeah. That's uh, well, I, I like to talk about each one of these. Let's let's start with the last one. I think that I think it's it's hundred percent true. Um, and a couple of little taglines are that if you don't have haters, then you're 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 doing something wrong. I like that. I've heard that. I love that. It was probably I think that was P Diddy or whatever. <laughs> Some amazing human being said that. And Seth Godin, who if you're not familiar with Seth Godin, that I wasn't necessarily until I listened Ooh. on Tim on on Tim Ferriss's show. Amazing guy. He's had a blog. He's been doing a blog since like 1995. So I think he before that was be, a thing. Yes, like every day. Right. And he's incredible. And he talks about. He's got a new book out, which is really really good. And it's sort of the opposite of everything that's going on in the world today. Which is, what is your smallest viable market really? 
It's like we've all been fooled into thinking that we're supposed to make something that's going to be for everybody. You and can't. That, that's impossible. I mean, he's like Tim Ferriss is probably the most famous podcaster, save Joe Rogan and Adam Carolla, and only 1% of America probably knows who he is, right? Right. And listens to him. So you're trying to appeal to everybody? Like, give me a break. Right. <clears throat> um, and I'm going to jump to the first one. Back to surround yourself with quality people. Um, whether it's true or not, I do think that we are the sum of the five people that we associate with yeah. the most. Yeah. And going back to that whole value of community. Are you familiar with Dunbar's number? No. It says that we really only have the capability or the capacity to have a good relationship with 150 people. Really? Okay. And that seems about right. Going back to... That seems about right. Back when we were tribes, roaming the plains or roaming wherever, trying to find food, there probably weren't that many people in our yeah, tribe. Probably. And so that's why we are suspicious of strangers. Right? It's like right. a new person comes in, like, what's what's this person really up to? What do they want? What are they interested right. in? So I think that that's 100% true. Um, and educating yourself. I mean, man, I think I've always been a curious person, but never more curious and, for lack of a better term, thirsty for knowledge uh, than I have been over the past couple of years also. So... Wanting to do new learning and uh, and educate myself, so I, I think those are excellent. I tried. I put a lot of thought behind those. Well, I appreciate that, man. <clears throat> I appreciate that. So, what is the way forward? I think we've got some really really cool stuff lined up for uh, for 2019. Yeah, I think um, you know this podcast has been great, and it's a really like it's a good anchor. Uh, I think that's a great word of just like. I think it's a great anchor for me for an outlet to just talk to really quality people, but it's also an anchor for um, connection and, and, and friendship and community. I think Jordan and I, uh, well, good friends before this, have really grown and strengthened our friendship through for this, sure. and that's that's been really helpful. And it's also shown that like one of the things that's been really interesting to see is, uh, and it goes back to just, just doing it, it's people... I have so many friends and colleagues that are like, I just can't add X to my plate. And it's like, no, you can. Just make time for it. Like, we do a weekly podcast. George is busy as a kid. Um, I'm, I, I'm busy. I have all these boards and stuff. But we just do it because we found that it's important, right? And so if there's something important in your life, you can make that work. And I wish more and more people would just say, all right, I'm just going to do it. And I'm going to stick to it. And that's going to be it. So hopefully we can kind of inspire some more folks in the next year. Yeah, yeah, I think that that's, I think that that's really well said. And like Mayor Stanton said, you know, I, so I did it. So if you want to start a podcast, go ahead and reach out to Centauri and I, and we will share all the information in the world that we share with everybody else about how we did it, um, or whatever else. So, <clears throat> and uh, again, we are very excited about um, our live shows coming up with Grand Canyon University with. Oso Brewery and Restaurant and Distillery and a lot of other cool stuff that I think that we have uh, coming out in 2019. So, anything else? That's it. This is fun. It's, it, it's, it certainly was. This is great. So, thanks as always for listening. Please do share us with somebody who you think would appreciate listening to two hilarious guys share their thoughts about uh, life and the world and all that good stuff. And as always... Keep questioning because the struggle is real.